This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? I'm Ed Hawkins, Pro Cricket Picker. We're back again to find the best value for you across three matches this week. So John Wright's going to have to be very, very sharp and on his toes. How are you going, John? Not too bad, Ed. You well? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, We've got some tricky games to decipher this week for our Bet Rivers Cricket Show followers. I'll tell you what we've got. Two games on Thursday, both in T20 matches, England versus India from Southampton. Then we're going to go to the Caribbean also on Thursday for West Indies, Bangladesh. Uh, Then we're going to switch formats and we're talking a test match. We're going to try to decipher Sri Lanka versus Australia. That's on Friday. So before we pick off on those other two games, let's start with the big one, really. This is probably the highlight of the betting week in cricket terms. It's England versus India from Southampton in T20. Just sum up these two teams for me, John. Uh, we've got England expected to be around about minus one, two, five with Bet Rivers. How do these sides shape up? Yeah, it should be a close game, Ed. I mean, the India, the India, if you for any follower of the IPL, which is the premier um T20 competition in the world, will look at that Indian team and say, oh, he plays for so-and-so. He's played, it's a, it's a star-studded side. But England are England are a good side as well. I mean, England at the moment, they're 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 batsmen especially. You know they they look like they they're the one side in the world that are capable of getting a, a ridiculous score because they bet they bat so deep. Um, that they, even though they've got a couple of players that are not available, they've got so many bat so many batting riches. Their bowling possibly would lack a few people like Joffre Archer's obviously out injured. He would come back into this side, and Adil Rashid, England's premier leg spinner, white ball bowler, spinner. He's he's not available. He's 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 gone away um, to a pilgrimage to Mecca, so he's not available. So England will miss him. Um, but I, I think that England deservedly should be slight favourites because the England English domestic season is actually on at the moment, and um, England will probably a bit more match ready than India. Yes, I definitely agree with that. England more match ready, and that could. Make all the difference in this first T20. England without Owen Morgan, who has retired as their white ball leader. So Joss Butler takes over. If England bat first, do we suspect that England are going to really try to go very, very hard with the bat, score very, very quickly, lay down a marker in Butler's first game. He'll want to make a big impression, won't he? And he wants to sort of put his own stamp on the team. He's incredibly destructive player himself. Is there a potential, John, that England, if they bat first, could be trading much, much shorter than that? And is there something we could do in play on that basis? Yeah, they could do. England could trade ridiculously short, get off to a fast start. At the top of the order, they've got players like uh, uh, Jason Roy and Phil Salt. They just blast away. 
Um, they've probably got someone like David Milan coming in at three that they'll probably bat round. So someone like him, top batsman, he's probably liable to play in a more conventional way. But you're you're right. I mean, both these sides now, we're, we're, we're leading up to a World Cup. There's a T20 World Cup taking place in Australia in, in October. So uh, both sides are going to be tinkering. England have brought in a couple of players that we haven't seen before, like Richard Gleeson, that we're going to be looking at. So... Yeah, they'll be tinkering, but I expect England, the way they played against Holland recently, where they just, you know, went ridiculous. I know it was a, it was an ODI game, but I think the England are going to try to put a marker down to sort of see if they can get something ridiculous, like a 250 or something like that. So, yeah, I I, I, I think they'll be fairly gun-ho. Maybe maybe an India, a big price in running might might be a, the way to go. But yeah, I expect England to play the same way they played for the last three or four years, just to be very sort of like gun-ho. Okay, the Southampton pitch. England got 180 against Sri Lanka there last summer, but we don't think it's a pitch which has been full of runs, do we, John? You got some stats on that one for us? Yeah, the highest first inning score at um, the Rose Bowl, GS Rose Bowl, is round about uh, 158. The highest winning score is about 170. I mean, years ago when white ball started, around about 2005, that used to be a real a bowler-friendly pitch. Then it became a little bit batter friendly. The difference here at the Rose Bowl is that unlike the test venues where they tend to bring in the boundaries because the crowd likes to see the ball go in the crowd, they like to see a lot of sixes. At the Rose Bowl, you can't do that because it's quite a big playing area. So the boundaries are like 80 metres, they're quite big. So that will probably uh, skew towards it being a lower than normal. I mean, Australia in 2013 did get 243 here, which is a big score. But even though England are fairly gun ho, I, I, I think I think the score winning score here will be less than two hundred. Okie doke. I'm going to move on to top run scorer lines for you. We'll start with England. Quite a fancy here for David Milan. He's won nine out of thirty-one for England. That's more than anybody else in this England team. So that's more than Josh Butler. That's more than Johnny Bairstow, who have uh, considerably bigger reputations in this format. Milan is underrated because he doesn't play the same way. While those guys will blast away, he will go about his business in a more conservative manner. And by that we mean he's going to be striking out probably about 120 runs per 100 balls, which is uh, by international standards or IPL standards, isn't that quick, but it is enough for the purposes of this market. So he'll be a kind of a steady eddy and just keep chugging away where other players take more risks. So that's a pick for you. And we could be getting about plus 450, plus 400 on him with Bet Rivers because of the reputation angle. Uh, for India, a bit of a fancy for you on where people bat. Deepak Huda has been batting up the order, did so against Ireland in a recent series. There could well be a mistake on his price, possibly plus 600, plus 650 is a very decent player. John, who do you like or who do you not like in this market? Uh, for England, I like Phil Salt and, uh, and uh, Jason Roy at the top of the order. I like both of them. Um, I agree with you with David Milan. I think he'll play conventionally and we'll bat around him. So he's he's someone that's fairly solid and, and I won't put anyone off him. Um, players like Harry Brook, I mean, they're coming into the side, they need to establish themselves. So I can't see them sort of being like gun ho and throwing their wicket away. On the Indian side, yeah, you've got a load of household names for, from the IPL, you know, you, you, the likes of Ishan Kishan and uh, Sanju Sampson and, and Rohit Sharma. 
I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be looking at someone like either maybe Sky or even Venka Chesaya. I mean, Venka Chesaya, who plays for the Calcutta Knight Riders at the top of the order. I, I like him. You know, he could be he could be a bit of value. But both sides are tinkering for the World Cup, um, so I think. Um, it's probably a little bit of a watch. Maybe watch this first one and see before you start uh, pinning your colours to the mask. Yeah. John mentioning Sky Yadav there. The sky is the limit, literally. Four wins in 16 for him. Could well be a price. Check his uh, price against that win rate and he will be value. I suspect we might get an edge there on the top run scorer line. Just to point out, India do not have Virat Kohli, Jasprit Bumrah or Rishabh Pant for this one because they're involved in test duty. So they will be available from the second T20 only. Right. Good stuff as ever, John. Uh, Some great angles and thoughts there. Uh, We're going to move on. Two more games to come, but just a quick word from us. Do give us a subscribe or a follow or a like on YouTube or whatever your podcast provider is. That would be much appreciated here on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Right, game number two. It's another T20. It's West Indies versus Bangladesh. It's Thursday. It's from Guyana, uh, the Providence Stadium. West Indies uh, 1-0 up. The first game was washed out. Uh, Bangladesh haven't really been at the races for this series, unfortunately. Bit uncompetitive. West Indies minus 295. Bangladesh plus 225. Uh, What have you spotted in the first two games, John? Well, the first game, first game was washed out, and the second one, uh, West Indies won by thirty-five runs. But in this format, is is a trouncing, really, Ed, isn't it? Thirty-five runs. So the, the the betting suggests there's a gulf between the two sides, and there is, uh, especially with the West Indies being at home. But the one thing that I would suggest, though, if if Bangladesh were going to have any chance at any particular venue in this series, it will be in Guyana. And the reason I say that, if you actually look at the stats. Uh, for, if you look at the premier uh, franchise in the world, the IPL, the average score in the IPL is around about 160, 165. Now, the CPL, which is the domestic West Indian League, the average score is around about 155, a little bit less. But when you go to Guyana, Guyana, the average score at Guyana is 130. Um, for some reason, it, it, it suits the bowlers. It's a very, very hard score to chase down. I mean, there's been some crazy scores. Sides have been bowled out for 46, chasing like 120 at this venue. So that would, you would have thought, suit the Bangladesh attack. So even though there's a big golfing class at the moment and and the Bangladesh side do look a a little bit threadbare, I thought thought if they were ever going to have a chance, Ed, it would be at this particular venue. Excellent stuff, John. Uh, We're learning here, guys. This is really important stuff from John. Uh, so, so crucial to do your research on what pitch is being used because it could well be a great leveller. Guyana in the Caribbean play, Premier League play their home games at this ground and basically built uh, multiple title charges off the back of a slow, low, tacky wicket, which is ideal for spin bowlers and bowlers who take the pace off the ball and make it really very, very difficult for those blasting batsmen, those ones who really like to smash it everywhere, to get hold of the ball. And they knew that 120-130 would be enough to win this game. So the crucial question is whether Bangladesh have the smarts, whether they they have the know-how 
to recognise that 130 or 140 batting first here could well be enough to win the game uh, and not reach for the skies of uh, 160 or 170. Um, I have my doubts about Bangladesh whether they've actually got enough brains, but we'll see. Uh, it could well be a case that Bangladesh do trade as favourites, so you can factor that in to your strategy. Uh, let's have a quick look at top run score lines for you. Uh, and we'll use that information again from the pitch to find our value here, I think, John. I'm going to pick out Romario, Shepard and Akil Hussain at plus 4,000 at least top West Indies run scorer lines because they're going to about lower down the order and 20 or 30 may well be enough to win it. Uh, for Bangladesh, for the same reason, players down the order again. Those top order could well struggle trying to hit big sixes and fours all the time. And it could open up for the lower batsman down. Uh, so we're thinking a FIFA Hussain, a steal perhaps, plus 650. And at a bigger price, Mahedi Hassan Miraz. Very important. Mahedi Hassan Miraz, not Mahedi Hassan. Uh, that's his teammate. Mahedi Hassan Miraz could be around about plus 2,000. Anything for you here, John, on players to follow? Not really, Ed. I mean, I'm a big fan of Rothman Powell, the West Indian bat uh, batsman that broke into the IPL this year. I mean, he's very explosive. He'll bat five. Uh, he was top scorer in the last game, so plus 500. I, I like him. I agree with you. It could be someone down the order. I mean, West Indies do bat deep. You know, they've got Odin Smith and Romario Shepard back in and seven and eight. I mean, that just shows how deep their, their side is. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think probably Nicholas Puran is probably too short. Um, he'll bat four. So I agree with you, someone in the sort of like middle order, middle, middle order, West Indies, like Bangladesh. Yeah, I mean, the favourite there will be the bad boy of um, uh, Bangladesh cricket, uh, Shakib Al Hassan. He'll be the favourite there. I imagine he'll be around about two plus 250. Um, outside of him, I'd I'd probably agree with you, Ed. I'd, I mean, they could get any score, the low score. So something like 20 or, th or 30 or 40 would win that market. So I think you're right. If you were going to have a bet on top Bangladeshi batsman, you want to be backing someone at a decent price to get some sort of value out of it. So I wouldn't put I wouldn't put off what you just said, Ed. Okay, great stuff. Uh, two games down, we're rattling through. There's one to go before we tackle that last one. Do give John Wright a follow on Twitter at John Wright fifteen, or give me a follow on Twitter at Cricket Betting. Love to hear from you. Love to hear your picks strategies and fancies or just things you'd like uh, for us to discuss next time maybe on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Let's get on with that final game. Our best picks to come at the end of the show so stay sharp for that one. Uh, we've got a test match now. Sri Lanka versus Australia. It starts Friday. It's from Gaul. The first test did not go well for Sri Lanka. They were competitive probably for about one and a half innings and then fell away terribly. If you're a follower of Test cricket, you perhaps won't be surprised to hear that Chris Silverwood, the England, the former England coach, is now their coach. And Sri Lanka seemed to be playing in a very similar way uh, to how England did, unfortunately, uh, for Chris. Um, Bet Rivers prices for you. Sri Lanka plus 210, Australia minus 110, and the draw plus 300. That looks short to me. Could get shorter in play. Uh, one for the notebook. I put down a strategy here and now to get against that if it shortens up from there. But I want to hear from John. What, what do you 
fancy here? Who's going to win the match, John? Any hope for Sri Lanka at all? Well, when I look at the first, that's what you said there, Ed. I mean, this, this second match is going to be played at the same venue. So the first test was played in Gaul and, and Australia have beaten Sri Lanka in, what, two and a half days? So that gives you an idea that, you know, a test match is over five days. So I wouldn't be rushing back the draw, even if they lost a, a day for a rain or day and a half for a rain, really. So the draw for me is not a runner. I mean, the pitch, it looks like being, again, probably less than 300 uh, first inning score. You know, probably it would be around about 300. In the first match, Sri Lanka bowled poorly. I mean, Australia were 150 for five in their first innings when Kawaja was out. And... Um, they ended up getting 320, which was a travesty, really. I mean, Cameron Green, the man of the match, batted very well, 377. But Sri Lanka did bowl poorly. Uh, their premier spinner bowled very poorly. So uh, I'd like to think that Sri Lanka could bowl bat better. Their batting was very, very gung-ho. Chris Silver just, Silverwood said in the interview after the game that they couldn't play the sweep shot. They want to learn how to sweep the ball like Joe Root. Well, they haven't got Joe Root at all. Joe Root's one of the best batsmen, boy, the best batsman in the world. And Sri Lanka at the moment are playing a lot of, uh, how can I put it, white ball type cricket in a test match. And it's very, very gung-ho. And sometimes you need someone to sort of like play that anchor role and bat time. And Sri Lanka don't, don't seem to have that um, at the moment. So that'd be my worry. Um, I think they could probably bowl better. I mean, they won the toss. They had everything in their favour. But to get skittled out for... In 59 overs in your first innings of a test match, you're always going to be up against it. And in the second innings, they got bowled out for 113 in 22 overs. Ed, you're not going to win test matches like that. So I'd like to think Sri Lanka could play better. But the odds that you've just given me, Ed, I wouldn't be rushing to back Sri Lanka at those prices. Uh, I think the draw is probably a false price, but probably Australia, probably the value. I'm Australia now to go to Pakistan and win a series in Pakistan is no mean feat. And it now to be one up in, in, in Sri Lanka and potentially going to win a series out there is brilliant. And they provisionally, they will be the best test side in the world at the moment, Ed. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think that's fair because they're winning at home and then they're going to Pakistan and winning and they're going to Sri Lanka winning. They're winning in just alien conditions and that is extremely impressive. I think you're right. They probably are uh, number one in the world, even though the rankings say different, but we don't really tend to pay much notice to those silly rankings by the ICC. But that's that's another lesson to learn for another day on Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Uh, John, you did spot something on Bet Rivers uh, lines about Sri Lankan scoring a century. Just fill us in on that potential angle. Yeah, I've looked at the last test match, last 10 test matches at the venue, Ed, at Gaul, and the, 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 only, only three Sri Lankans have scored test centuries in the last 10 test matches. A long time, goes back a long way. And there's a market there. Will a, will a Sri Lankan score a, a century in the first innings? Will he or won't? Yes or no? And I thought no at, at minus 188 was a fair price. I thought that should be nearer, sort of one, you know, a lot, a lot shorter than that. So I probably thought 188. Minus 188, a Sri Lankan uh, not to score a century in the first innings was a bet because looking at the stats, it's, it's probably the wrong price. I mean, I, I think there's every chance that won't happen, especially being a, a venue where... They're playing the best team in the world, we agreed, provisionally the best team in the world. And the venue is not, you know, not suitable for runs at the moment. You know, there's not going to be a 600 or 700 scored at goal. It's not going to happen. So I thought that was value. That is value. It's a terrific pick, I think. that. So make a note of that one. Uh, move on to top run scorer lines for you. We've sorted 
Usman Khawaja for runs last time. Didn't quite get enough for us. Could be one to follow in again. Um, I'm going to highlight Dinesh Chandamal potentially for runs. Uh, John saying they don't have any uh, players who can back time and grind it out. Chandamal's their one chance. He's their best uh, option to try and grind down this Australia batting lineup. And I think if you get sort of plus 500, plus 550 on Chandamal, then you've got to bet on how often he wins as well in test match first innings. Remember, we're always talking about first innings when we're talking about who's going to score the most runs for each team. Big winner for Betro's Cricket Show last week was Nathan Lyon, top wicket taker for Australia in that first innings. John, is he going to do it again? He was your pick. Congratulations. Uh, are you going to follow him in for a second successive match? I think so, Ed, at the price. I really do. I mean, we, as I say, we... we... We tipped him up at plus 300 in the last match. He's now plus 225, and I still think that's value. I mean, as we've highlighted, this is going to suit spin bowlers. Sri Lanka will pick three spin bowlers. Um, Australia will have two seamers, Mitchell, Mitchell Stark and, and, and Captain Pat Cummings. But again, this, this particular wicket won't suit them. So then you're looking at, well, who's going to be top Australian bowler? Obviously, you've got Nathan Lyon, who's got 300, 400 test wickets and... The other spinner in the side is the leg spinner, Mitchell Swepson, who bowled poorly in Pakistan. He got a couple of wickets in this first test match in Gaul. But I think he's plus 275. Uh, Nathan Lyon is plus 225. I mean, there should be a bigger gap between the two prices. So one of those prices is wrong. Well, both of the prices are wrong. I think I think um, Nathan Lyon should be shorter and 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 Swepson, even though the conditions are, ma- conditions are massively in his favour should be probably a little bit bigger. So I do think that plus 225, Nathan Lyon, to be top wicket-taker in the first innings of the Gaul second test match is probably a bet. I'd, I'd definitely back that again, Ed. Terrific stuff. Top Australia run scorer, uh, John and I, we had a chat earlier. Uh, we both kind of agreed about Alex Carey and Cameron Green being value lower down the order. And a really, really important point about the Nathan Lyon bet is... If you do your work on those pitches again, as we said earlier, if you know what the pitch is going to be like, you can frame your bet around that pitch. And Nathan Lyon is going to get through probably twice as many overs as anybody else because the pitch is turned in Sri Lanka. So he should be terrific value for top Australia wicket taker. So there you go. Three games done. Let's find our top picks for this week's show. John, you go first. Who are your two best picks for Bet Rivers Cricket Show this time? Well, I'll go with two spinners in two different games then. I'll, I'll pick Nathan Lyon. I think that 2-2-5 for top wicket-taker in the second test at Gould between Sri Lanka and Australia. Nathan Lyon, top Australian wicket-taker at 2-2-5. That'll be my best bet in that one. And I think if there's any wicket-taking bets in the, um, the, the T20 game between West Indies and Bangladesh, I would look at um, Akil Hussain for um, West Indies. I mean, if you can get anything like 2-2-5... The same sort of price line is for him. He he's he's by far and away the West Indies best white ball bowler, spin bowler. He's brilliant. Um, since he broke onto the scene, his stats are unbelievable. So if you can if you if you get similar odds on him, I'd back him as well. So they'd be my two bets this weekend. Fantastic stuff. I think Australia will beat Sri Lanka at minus one ten, but I guess you kind of know that anyway. So I'm not gonna uh, give that one as the best pick. Let's give you some bigger numbers than that. That's what you want. That's what you came for. So Mahedi Hassan Miraz, top Bangladesh run scorer. 
in that T20 against the West Indies, uh, plus 2,000. And I'm going to go with David Milan, probably plus 450, maybe plus 400, top England run scorer against England, uh, against India, sorry, uh, from Thursday in that T20. The venue is Southampton. Those are my two best picks. So you've got some great bets to go there. Uh, we wish you all the best of luck. And hopefully we'll see you next time on the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network.